Hey, this is Rick at Bite Size Pickleball. Thanks for joining the show. I want to start today with a quote on mindfulness. Mindfulness is a way of befriending ourselves and our experience. John Kabat-Zinn. I was looking around for a definition on mindfulness, and that one immediately popped out at me. Mindfulness is a way of befriending ourselves and our experience. That doesn't sound so esoteric or mumbo jumbo or hippie jive, does it? It sounds like something we can all relate to. Learning to be kinder to ourselves and befriending our overall pickleball experience. Why? Because I believe our game grows faster and we play so much better when we're able to cut ourselves some slack and not override our potential with an overly critical inner voice. The man quoted John Kabat-Zinn is one of the most famous mindfulness teachers in the world. I saw him speak years ago when I had just finished reading his excellent book, Everywhere You Go, There You Are. Everywhere you go, there you are. Are you saying WTF? That title translates to one word, acceptance. Everywhere you go, there you are. That is an example of mindfulness. That book title isn't to be confused with the Academy Award-winning Best Picture title, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, though both titles are basically saying the same thing. It's all meant to be, and everything is one. Let's break down the quote further. To simplify, another definition of mindfulness influenced by that quote might be getting your busy and critical mind out of the way so you can learn to play and enjoy yourself more in the moment. In order to do that, we have to return to the word acceptance. We can't truly be in the moment, any moment, and that includes on the pickleball court, if we're not in full acceptance of the particular moment at hand. That is mindfulness. So for example, if we just made an unforced error and we start to curse ourselves, we're not accepting that moment. We're fighting it. We're looking back at it, wishing it wasn't, but it was. To accept that moment, we'd have to let it go entirely and get ready for the next point. I like to substitute the breath in between points to take the place of any critical thought I might have toward myself or my partners. Let, let me just say this. Many of us blame our partners far too much. You need to get past that. It does no good for you or your partner ever. That kind of blame game gnaws away at your mind during the game and after the game, and it becomes just another excuse for your loss. In terms of the point you just made an error on, you can come back to it after you play and learn from it. Play it back in your mind when you get home and learn from it. But right after that point happens and you've made an error, move on. One way to do that is to use your breath instead of your self-criticism. You make an error, you take an immediate breath in with the nose and out with the nose. Repeat that every time you catch yourself going down the road to self-criticism. When you don't accept the moment, that specific error, and you get down on yourself, you're wasting energy. And each time you do that, when you harsh on yourself, it's like you're giving yourself a little paper cut. And even though you're doing it in the mind, believe it or not, it taxes the physical body as well. And you'll get tired way faster.
And I got news for you. Those little paper cuts add up. And your game is suffering because of it. And ultimately, you leave yourself wide open for your opponents to slay you because they see your vulnerability, your paper cuts in your behavior and your body language, and they're coming right after you. Why? Because they smell blood. You need to get to a point in your game and, heck, even your life of total acceptance, mindfulness, is a bridge to that place, I promise you. You need to encourage yourself to believe that everything is exactly as it is supposed to be. And here's the key, even if you don't like it. That's where we usually get into trouble, right? When we don't like something, we set out to try and change it. And that includes our own game, and that includes somebody else's game. But our game, somebody else's game, is exactly as it's supposed to be. You have the option of crying over it or someone else or accepting where you're at or someone else's behavior and getting to work fixing the holes where the rain gets in. Your rain, where your rain gets in, not anybody else's. You do you let others do themselves without any need for you to change them or gripe about them. Note, when you spend time fixing the holes where the rain gets in, that also, what does it do? Stops your mind from wandering, which is what this episode on mindfulness is all about. Stopping our minds from wandering. Thank you, John, Paul, George, and Ringo. We we, you and me, pickleball players, we have to calm the revolution in our brains in order to just let it be and play great pickleball. But let's sum up today's simple thoughts on mindfulness before we go any further. Mindfulness, freaky deaky, weird voodoo stuff? No. Mindfulness for all of us? Most certainly. The idea is to practice befriending ourselves and our experience. And one of the ways we do this is to practice total acceptance. When the brain starts riding our ass, this isn't acceptance, this is resistance. When you resist anything, you push away the ability to go the other route, and that's to let the experience in. And if it's uncomfortable for you, learn from it. One of the best times to learn in life is when something makes us uncomfortable. Get in there. In short, mindfulness is really about limiting your mind from being a distraction on the court. For you and I, for the purpose of this podcast, mindfulness is about limiting our minds from being a distraction on the court. One of the ways we do that is by learning to just breathe. Why? Because when we focus on the breath, we can't be focusing on the negative self-talk. I am constantly amazed at how the majority of pickleball players who spend hours and hours practicing their physical game without even a minute spent on your mental game. And if I haven't been clear before, you could have the best physical game in the world, but if you don't have the mind game to go along with it, you'll never reach the heights of your potential. How do I recommend you start practicing the breath? I'm glad you asked. 
let me say that I was never a big meditator in my life. Okay, I wasn't really, I wasn't a meditator at all. I've done a lot of processing of my emotions by just, you know, sitting with them and thinking about them, sometimes journaling out my thoughts. Maybe I was sitting on a beach or going for a walk. I also do a lot of yoga, but I was never a meditator. I had tried a couple times, and it just didn't stick for me. Well, that all changed for me in the pandemic. As a single dude in the pandemic, a lonely death was staring me in the face. It was a time that put the entire world on death watch. And trust me, it wasn't a healthy period in our lives. Thank God for pickleball, right? And many of us resorted to numbing our fear with eating, drinking, drugging, etc. I instead decided to resort to learning how to effing breathe properly and exploring how my breath could make me feel safer in a truly unsafe world. I got my start by watching the show Headspace Guide to Meditation on Netflix. Write it down. Headspace Guide to Meditation on Netflix. I'll wait. It should be said they also have an app as well. The show is comprised of eight around 20-minute episodes. It's actually animated with guided meditations at the end of each episode. I had never experienced a guided meditation before, but when I did, I was sold. It was blissful, especially coming from the man that it was. His name was Andy Pudicum, and he's, I think he started Headspace, and he's a former monk who's got a really calming presence. I highly encourage you to listen to him. Individual episodes are broken down into separate titles dealing with common issues like stress and pain. And there's also a sister show called Headspace Guide to Sleep if you're one of the many millions of people that suffer from insomnia. Oh, sorry, where were we? I suggest trying just one episode and seeing if something might be right for you. After I finished watching the show, I then read Pudikin's book, Headspace Guide to Meditation and Mindfulness, How Mindfulness Can Change Your Life in 10 Minutes. How Mindfulness, the subject we're talking about, can change your life in 10 minutes a day. That is the only commitment Pudicum wants from you, 10 minutes of your day breathing. I'm here to tell you that if you do that and you stick to that, your life is going to be so much calmer. And guess what? So will your pickleball game because I am going to teach you how to transfer your breath to the court. After watching the show and reading the book, one thing stuck the most for me, and that was a 10 count that Pudicum teaches. The 10 count is really simple. In through your nose, calmly, to the count of one, out through your nose, calmly, to the count of two. In through your nose, to the count of three, out through the nose, to the count of four. In through the nose, to the count of five, out through the nose to the count of six. Breathe with me. In through the nose to the count of seven. Out through the nose to the count of eight. Get to 10, go back to one, begin all over again and keep doing it. Remember, breathing is just like a mantra in that you need to repeat it often for it to eventually stick. I can honestly say that after three years, I use that 10 count a lot. 
I use it if I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't get back to sleep. I use it on my bike rides, and I use it as I'm walking from the car to the pickleball court to ground myself before playing. And I obviously use it to meditate. And that's all I do. That's it. When I meditate, I count to 10. In through the nose, out through the nose. And then I repeat it. If I get distracted, thoughts come to me, I just picture a cloud and I send that thought away in the cloud. Bye-bye. What purpose does the breath serve? As mentioned, the breath takes the place of my fear-based worry thoughts. I replace those thoughts with breathing. It's that simple. I started out meditating just 10 minutes a day, and now I enjoy a longer period of breathing, usually around 30 or 40 minutes, and I always, always, always feel blissful when I take the time to just effing breathe. Life gets chaotic, take the time to breathe. Your pickleball game gets chaotic, take the time to breathe. Let me add here, I spoke about this in the last episode, that most of us are holding our breath when we play pickleball to some extent, and that causes tightness right down to the way we strangle our paddles. My simple fix for that is taking a calming breath between every point, like I mentioned. I use a fraction of that 10 count, precisely one-fifth, in through my nose to the count of one and out through my nose to the count of two, and then I dial in on the next point. I might add a word or a mantra to that breath. In-breath, stay calm. Out-breath, you got this. This simple technique will distract the monkey mind, the Buddhist term for a chaotic brain. You know, it's a bunch of monkeys flinging around crap in your brain. Bring some bananas. Look, every time you want to get down on yourself or your partner, take a breath. Intercept your negative thought pattern with your breathing. Keep doing this, and in a few months, I promise you, you will have attained a much higher level of flow. Flow leads to the zone, which is what we discussed in the last episode. You have to be in the flow to hit the zone. Your mind can't be anywhere in the equation. It's got to be on autopilot. And that's what we're trying to get at here with mindfulness, how to tap into the flow of the game so we can play better pickleball. That's mindfulness. It's a technique to get you out of the mind. If you remember three things about this podcast today, they are accept, be kinder, and just effing breathe. Acceptance, kindness, breathe. Dial in on those three, and I guarantee you your game will grow in a big-time way. And so might your life. Thanks for joining. I will take up more mindfulness in a couple of weeks. But next week, I'm going to switch topics and talk about starting your own pickleball business and a couple of really, really important things you need to know before starting your business. If you have the time, I would be grateful if you can rate and review this show on Apple or anywhere else that allows you to do it. Accept kindness and breathe. Accept kindness and breathe.